0: I loved the intro on the last one. The hard wing. Oh yeah. Oh hard yeah, wing, yeah yeah.
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: We'll do that again. Yeah,
2: oh and my political view is tend to be very hard wing. Yay. <laughs>
0: Hello yes and you're very welcome to the eighteenth episode of Higher Fidelity. It's old enough to drink. And I always find it so hilarious when people say things that are possibly can't even t- ever take a drink are now able to take a drink. Yeah. Because it's not alive. It's inanimate. It's not even re- it's not this isn't tangible. It's weird how what this is occupies no physical space. Mm. But it does
2: tend to be tangential.
0: Very, <laughs> oh, very, very good. Very good. <laughs> yes, we're here now in the middle of another hardcore lockdown. Mm. Martha Cox from High School Musical would say I can pop down, lock down, jam down breakdown
1: <laughs> is that even legal
0: <laughs> it's me Pete it's me Ev it's me Becky unfortunately Ross is indisposed which I hear is very nice this time of year
2: <laughs>
0: that didn't quite language Ev I'm indisposed it sounds like no, it's a country I, I get it I
2: get yeah. it uh, yeah he, he is uh, he's Osloher <laughs> <laughs>
1: very good haven't heard that in a long time mm, he's
2: not on shore.
1: did you have like an Irish spin on your name in the role when you were Padro Hanloon. Hanloon it was all it was
0: O-H big fucking A yeah like the A on the Avengers Tower was yeah. put in the middle of our handling N-L-U-A-I-N
1: nice very nice you were
0: Evan Bratnock
2: wasn't it yeah and I should technically be Sean Bratnock because Evan is John in Welsh
0: wow that weird that's mm. fucking mad what, what, and what's Rebecca in it
1: was just Rebecca yeah Rebecca they used to say Rebecca knee Bratnock but you're not actually supposed to use the knee that was a Farnham school error <laughs> a clerical yeah. error I went to the Gale Talk and they were like no knee Bratnock <laughs> doesn't get an O or a knee because it doesn't mean son, son of, of or yeah. a daughter of. It mm. means something else. Yeah, names
2: are weird. It, they, they, <laughs> they are, are weird. cray cray. So I, I decided to say cray cray in the middle of saying crazy there. <laughs> it's like we're already off topic. Mm. Tangential as I said.
0: I have been contacted by a chap called Chester Jones Pollard. Now I use the phrase, I use the word chap a lot. Mm-hmm. But that is the name. Of a chap
1: <laughs> I've been
0: followed
2: by him recently
1: It's not a name I don't
2: recognise Well it sounds like a man who invented something
0: Well he invented what I'm about to say A yeah, chap <laughs> He invented chaps
2: Assless chaps etymolo- yeah.
0: yeah the etymology of chaps Like to be a chap Did that come from like a trouser thing? Did chaps wear chaps? And they were like That's oh, that's exclusive what chaps wear We're going to mm. call those things now chaps
2: Yeah like um, There's an example of that happening T-shirts I think were called- <laughs> <laughs> like a, Yeah like a Harrington sorry Harrington's are called Harrington's Because a character in a soap opera wore one all the time and they had a a different name originally. And now they're
0: exclusively worn by men between the ages of 15 and 21 and men over 80. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's kind of similar to like when brands become the name of the thing.
2: Tannoy. Hoover. Band-Aid. Pencil. The single you're referring to.
1: Of course. Doesn't really work in this instance because we would say plaster.
2: Plaster, yeah. yeah. Tipex
1: as well. Liquid paint created by Mike Mike Nelson's Nelson's mother. Liquid paper. Liquid paper, excuse Mm. me. Liquid Liquid paint. paint. For fuck's sake. (laughs) That really reminds me that I watched an episode of um, My Strange Addiction once Uh. and it was about a girl that was addicted to drinking paint, but she would like drink Tipex. Oh my god! She would like crack open the Tipex pen and like drink.
0: I mean, we've all we've all thought that. I've all, we've all seen paint get poured and <laughs> went. I wish my mouth was the floor we all huffed it, but drink it. <laughs> yeah. When I I went through a stage watching TLC, My Strange Addiction, mm. and it's it does start to normalize you to behavior that you should not ever engage in. Absolutely. Like I watched the one where a woman used to eat the stuffing from couches. Couches, I've uh, yeah. seen it, yeah. yes. And Actually, also the man it. who loves his car. Yes, yeah.
2: so he's in love with his car. He's
0: sexually attracted to his car. Yeah. Um, and the woman who married at theme park as well. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've heard about that one. I haven't watched it though. Oh, it's
0: horrible. I then, as a result of that, was like, if fucking that woman can eat a couch, yeah, I can eat my toenails with my with my mouth, <laughs> and I went through a period. I, I sometimes do this for a treat, but I can. Oh, Pete, for uh. a treat! <laughs> it's like sitting down for a wee.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I can attest to that. Go yeah, can.
0: I can't do it my left, but I can do it my right, and can go right in the go, But I can't yeah, do it my left. Yeah, right. yeah. But I was doing it one day sitting at home. I had become too used to it. I was about twelve at this point, but I was yeah, too yeah, used yeah. to it, and was just doing it all the time. And one of my one friends happened to be over. Oh no! And I just did it. I think, and I heard them go. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to like look over like a don't look at me. <laughs> 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 uh, oh. It's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible but yeah anyway back to chester jones oh
2: yeah sorry yeah. chester jones is he not called
0: <laughs> chester jones pollard yeah but oh, no, sorry, like, oh, right, okay. i'm on first barrel of okay, double yeah, barrel yeah, surname yeah, basis yeah. with him i'm chester yeah. jones okay so he reared his head first of all uh, on a live stream we were doing it was actually the live stream that we and when the, the night the single went out okay
1: so we're d- we're bringing it way back well
0: this is how i first got speaking to him and then mm-hmm. recently the relationship blossomed he said just out of nowhere apropos of nothing at all in the live stream chat just said my dad was a set designer for Spider-Man 3 oh shit
1: this lad okay that's how I know his name that was
0: enough for me to follow him Mm. he then sent me a photo of a scene set in Flint Markle's apartment and said that the drawings on the fridge which are contextually done by Flint Markle's daughter presumably or Flint himself his level of education is not made clear in the film (laughs) Uh, he said they were done they were done by him and were pilfered by his pa for the production whoa so your childhood doodles ended up in a cinematic doodle (laughs) ended up in Spider-Man 3 and then said my dad also designed the stage that Gwen Stacy makes the speech where she gives Spider-Man the key to the city from so his father was responsible partly responsible for the scene where Spider-Man appears the crowd beg him and Gwen to kiss upside down begging the question opening the wormhole of how did they know about the kiss was the first film released in that universe or is it a reference to Shrek (laughs) 2, like we talked about way back in the fourth or fifth episode. I remember, yeah. Now, to more recent news, for reasons not related to a what-the-fuck-have-I-done-slash-what-the-fuck-am-I-doing-slash-have-I-done-with-my-life, I I I Mm. I happen to be on the Stripes Wikipedia page (laughs) and found that it's been updated to include Zen Arcade news Mm -hmm. only a matter of time before that gets hyperlinked to its own Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. Hells Counting yes. down the days. Not that it has like an about section, just
1: Paragraph and a picture. Paragraph
0: and picture, maybe a lineup. Yeah. i would give
2: it a year before we get the little actual column at the side with all the info in I it. I read a really
0: nice tweet that said, Don't worry, you're still in the early life part of your Wikipedia page. Oh <laughs> But the thing is, me and you Evan, we definitely are not we have we no. have gone past the early life. Point Our of, Wikipedia
2: but. page is over. <laughs>
0: But anyway, I happen to be looking at that Zener kid stuff. Is in there? Mentions don't say a word, which is yeah. all great. It also talks about Rocketman Man. It specifically mentions that we appear posthumously in Rocket Man. So That's really funny that it says posthumously. It's suggesting that we died before the film. Came out.
2: <laughs> That's the state of our Wikipedia life, as you say. They think you know, we're dead in their early lives. We have the word posthumously in our Wikipedia page. <laughs> but
0: I remember, I never thought of a Wikipedia page until yeah. Ross's brother Glenn, when we were on tour the Art Monkeys, happened to go on it and was mm-hmm. like, "This is really fleshed out,"
2: and it actually is. There's loads of info on it. Well, I was
1: shocked yeah. that the the Wikipedia page was so full of info. Like I thought it was just going to be like a paragraph at the beginning and like a lineup or like the albums, like discography. See,
0: Wikipedia, it was like twenty years or fifteen years old. There recently. Oh, like, twen- was it? Yeah, twenty. I think twenty. So back, I'm going to do twenty-five. Right on the twentieth of the second twenty twenty. Oh my god! The amount of is involved. Twenty twenty-one. I just realised. It was last year no. I fucking missed it <laughs> ah! Oh that's horrible That's so annoying oh. This this to me is so funny So they like, gives a rundown of Like Turning with Arctic Monkeys Johnny Marr Little Victories blah, blah, blah. All that jazz The band released Spitting Image in 2017 Which enjoyed rave reviews But relatively poor Commercial <laughs> success
1: honest yeah like I'm kind of surprised that it actually says anything about spitting image except for like that it existed it's yeah. mad because I'm like I, I would have thought anybody who was arse enough to do the wikipedia page had dropped off by that stage okay, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah little victor has his own thing spitting image has its
1: um... <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's been updated again
0: <gasps> wanting to create a tour diary that was not inverted commas absolutely shite <laughs> Peter Hannan created the surprisingly dull <laughs> adventures of The Stripes.
2: Just <laughs> actually say that it on the Wikipedia page? It fucking said that on the Wikipedia page.
0: How ridiculous That's is that? That's so God, funny. That up. Also as well, on 14 November 2018, seven months after cancelling the remainder of their spitting image tour due to Evan Walsh being unfit to perform. Sounds like we cancelled seven months of touring. It's like, no, th- literally, the second half of the last gig was cancelled. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. Sorry. Like the last 20 minutes.
1: Genres mod revival uh, <laughs> <I love it.
0: laughs> this page was last edited on the 22nd of January 2021 at 5.02am what? someone either stayed up mad or got up really early and it's, this
2: has to change <laughs>
1: this year? It's this
2: year twenty. not this week
1: amazing as well that ACDC is cited in the influences really
2: weird influences cited
1: how fucking silly is this Dave Edmonds is put in only right as Dave Evnans. <laughs>
0: Dave Evnans. what a weird fuck up
1: the Bohicas.
0: i know i think i think they started to pull some from like it, we might have been asked in an interview whose bands around now and you go i mean i heard right. the Bohicas are a band and then they yeah. went oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: like the only people ever that have just like an influences thing that's just like names
2: an absolute christ ton of people it's just <laughs> well, a
1: fuckload of names a
2: metric jesus of people in
0: other news on top of that as well we were on telly we were on the Today Show. Yeah. With Diane
1: yeah, <laughs> We were
0: televised. It's part of their Music Monday segment where they bring a band on and they perform 90 second versions of three different songs which I think it's a, think it's a really it's like what you think a music show would do but it's like a magazine TV show it's not mm. actually like a music show. The whole interview mainly centred around telling them about this spellbinding genre that they had never ever heard of. Something that I was surprised I was, didn't expect to be proud of was getting cowpunk discussed at length on state-funded nationally broadcast television. Mm. People paid t- for their TV license and, t- and paid tax to hear us talk about Jason the Scorchers via Skype mm. with Dahi O'Shea.
1: Specifically with Dahi O'Shea.
0: How ridiculous is that?
1: Oh, it's unbelievable.
0: Finally, worth it. The fee. <laughs> We've never been in as much light entertainment mode. Mm. There was no... Because I was really glad they didn't go like, what's it like being a musician during lockdown? Yeah, fuck that. It's like the same for everyone. Fucking gash Yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah So there's no <laughs> point Talking about it Another televised appearance That just appeared Out of the blue as well Yeah Like a bolt For fans of low prices On your favourite brands Ross is now the new Sings person For Super Value Indeedy Yeah he doing I'm a cover of I'm a believer Does a really good job as well Technically is for solo
2: single
1: <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone actually Caught it on the telly
2: uh, No Yet to happen Our auntie has caught it On the telly twice <laughs> It did come up Actually I was on YouTube And it happened to come up Beforehand oh, Did it really did. Yeah oh, wow. And yeah, also your debut
0: appearance On television as well was, was Yeah my
1: my first ever Television appearance appearance which like even I thought I'd been on the telly before. I was really
0: confused I thought Becky has to have been on telly I know Sam has Sam wasn't the late late show yeah yeah. you didn't even make it on like totally PC we oh, yeah. are
1: no like, yeah no the the only time I had ever done anything I know What you're
0: going like, sorry I know what you're gonna say
1: why what was I gonna say the
0: intro the fucking intro for the stripes video <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that wasn't even what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh my god, that is actually more like it. The fucking intro to the Stripes audition for The Late Late, which also you didn't fucking get that year. (laughs) (laughs) But I was going to say, remember we did those interviews at... um,
0: My house. um,
1: Oh, at your house. I was interviewed by Julian Temple as well. Did did you make it the cut?
0: No! <laughs> your your life is made up of not making the cut.
1: I know. No, I actually think that that was more of a thing of like I have to get my dad to get in contact with Julian Temple to get that taken out. <laughs>
2: yes. Other than that, Cypress Avenue's gone up. That was a riot. Yes, another gig, another live stream under the belt. The second single's been pushed back. It's all
0: exciting, folks. Yeah.
2: Mm. Well the wheels are in motion.
1: Big wheels. wheels we are
2: the
0: on wheels on in time. motion. Uh, uh, what were you for, singing? I, <laughs> big wheels. Boom. Oh yeah. Bring, yeah. <laughs> Bum,
2: rolls,
0: rolls, Rolling. Roll, 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 roll. That's pretty much it I think it's time we kick into the first segment You're going to kick into it, yeah? Oh,
1: fuck
0: Here we go Yeah mean means belts. <laughs> this is Vopa Singing, singing badly And we listen to them gladly It's the oh! oh shit sorry one more time <laughs> yes this is vopar where we uh, bring up instances of singers not hacking it uh, that quote is from josie and the pussycats a film that i watched two nights ago mm. at becky's request
1: at my stern request you demand you mm. had just
0: finished it and said i've just finished this you have to watch it and i did mm. and i fucking loved it it's
1: so so good rosario
0: dawson sets female actresses back 20 years <laughs> in that film but it's great tara reed a surprising star turn for tara du jour amazing i love the interplay I love, the, I love her like les barely spoke at all and he's when it comes back at the end the monkey yeah. in the cast at the, the monkey end in the day. cast is that because they could they not afford to get breck and seth and the whole
1: thing i don't know because it's like a big cast for yeah. the first 10 minutes of the film but
0: i loved alan coming is brilliant.
1: He's amazing in it. Very
0: random film turns. Yeah, because he's full of them, because he's also like Floops Fuglies from Spy Kids. Yes, <laughs> oh, right, okay. And of course, course
2: he's um, Zuzu in the Flintstones movie, the Flintstones Beaver Rock
0: Vegas. The oh, version yeah. of Money. Oh my God. Is so bad. The music in general is fucking shit. What the I, thing, I, I, I,
1: I thought the music I, was Excellent. <laughs> no, but
2: it, as it, 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 the vocals are so weirdly done on it. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. did I love, though? No, Wild One. Wild, I loved, yeah. I loved that, yeah, the backing and track for that.
1: No, like, I have the album saved now on Spotify. The bit
0: at the end where she comes on and Alan M is in the crowd. <laughs>
1: Will Alan M, first of all, get a fucking pair of shoes? <laughs> he was wearing fucking <laughs> flip-flops the entire time
0: first of all so like she's at a mic in, in like
1: an, at an outdoor stadium
0: yeah climax of the show they've beaten the baddies yeah also a of Parker Posey turning up who I mentioned last episode yeah, Parker Posey Parker, Parker Posey, Posey is, I can't watch it from the doesn't have Parker Posey in it yeah. yeah the pose but so she's at a mic playing this show to a stadium crowd being broadcast to a Jesus ton amount of people let's use a phrase you kind of get yeah. on then her like the love interest who she thought she fucked off who didn't want to be whatever it was he's crowd suffering he manages to roar past everybody yeah 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 and then she goes like like, like like me now she's she, Alan Rose what's the character's name Josie
1: Josie
0: <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like Josie and she's at the mic and goes
2: what?
1: Yeah, and she yeah. manages
0: to speak louder than when she was at the mic and they have this whole conversation, <laughs> whole conversation. <laughs> from while he is like 8,000 people away
1: and wearing flip flops and, and jeans flip-flops and flip-flops.
0: brilliant well Vopa, my my Vopa comes from basically after I would believe was reintroduced to my life yep. I went on a, another monkey's binge I worked my way through watching some scenes from the TV show yep. so I went from that to like watching some of the live clips to then watching some of the 70s stuff to like Mickey Dolenz's weird glam rock
2: what? image that he wanted I remember like, that Oh, have you not seen that, Bex? I don't know. They
0: did like a special in like 74 where they do all the different songs. And then Mickey Dulles comes out in like glam rock. Fashion and does a redone version of Going Down.
1: Okay, there's something about that that's coming back to me. Like, yeah. I've probably seen it once and then blocked it from my memory. And
2: then I moved on through the 80s stuff. They sort of like the 80s. Was it like a, re, a reunion in like 86? Big comeback yeah. in 86. MTV re ran the show and they fucking sold out an arena tour and all that sort of stuff.
0: David Jones has hair that's taller than him. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. 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 The album's called like
2: Pool or pool something. It, pool, fucking, it. pool it. With fucking. With Whole Wide World on it.
0: Yeah, oh, it's a horrible cover, yeah. No. And then work my way up to the 90s to Tragedy David's Death and then to looking at some of the most recent live clips and a clip of going down in mm. 2015 they start so Peter Tork departs the stage much like he would sadly depart the world mm. in a few short years yeah I
1: think that's like the most upset I've been about anybody dying in my yeah like adult life like I, apart from people that I know but you, <laughs> I meant to preface that by saying celebrity celebrity
2: yeah that
0: was mine as well because I, I was living in London at the time and I said at a pub when you text me it was the first time you'd spoken to me like a month or so and it was like <laughs> Peter,
2: Tork, Peter Tork died and I was like oh no we'd, we'd, we'd let the line of communication go dead yeah <laughs>
1: Because I was really sad when Davy died, but I was also like 12 or 11 or something like that. So I didn't... I, I wasn't emotional enough yet. I had
0: the Peter Tork link... Obviously with the name, um, they they called me Tork in school. um, (laughs) But also because we used to watch it in America and I loved Peter Tork so much. He was the saddest celebrity death for me Mm -hmm. at the time. And then Adam Schlesinger died and that really bummed me out. But Mm -hmm. Peter Tork was a close second. Um, And then Prince. Uh, (laughs) But
1: the Peter Tork one was made so much more sad by the Mike Nesmith crying video. It was like this hard exterior. Yeah,
2: Mike Nesmith who's carried a real... F everybody kind of exterior for his entire life. He
1: came to the realisation like the day that Peter Tork died that like he loved Peter so much. No, and
2: he starts with a whole like, you know, the thing with Peter is you know, he didn't like me and I like and I didn't like him. You know, I yeah, like yeah, really yeah, kinda yeah. like, Oh, we always saw things from a different angle.
1: But I <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Back to Something slightly funny yeah. They take to going down Peter Tork obviously Leaves the stage Leaves yeah. Mickey to it And it, star- it just starts bad And continues in that vein And it's pulled off By like Mickey's Undying professionalism But it's also like Hindered by his Tired and ageing body Yeah And we get to the bit In the song The I can't swim A single note bit Right mm-hmm. Just an example Of what it sounds like As well Just you know How tame this is Yeah it Actually sounds pretty decent Actually now that you Listen to it <laughs> The
1: is like Cooking here yeah.
0: The line is meant to be. I give you three. I've um, been down nine, which yeah. makes no sense at the best of times. We pulled that out of the bag, but the bag was exclusively filled of incomprehensible things, <laughs> <laughs>
2: gibberish. It was a bag <laughs> of gibberish. Oh my. God. <laughs> Love you, Mick.
0: That is my faux pas for this app. Yeah.
2: Mine's um,
1: more of a like a rap Vaupas. Oh. By the one, the only queen of two thousand and six, two thousand five, two thousand seven,
0: that era, Fergie. Oh Brilliant.
1: <laughs> so we all remember her two thousand and six hit Fergalicious.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We all loved it. Yeah. We mm.
1: couldn't get enough of it. So yeah, Fergalicious. I saved this video off TikTok because I was like, I can use this as a faux pas in the future. <laughs> I saved mm-hmm. it off TikTok on the third of December twenty twenty. At two forty three a.m. Oh, nice. says a lot. Nice. I'll I'll let the clip speak for itself. But basically, what I'm guessing happens is Fergie probably can't hear herself or something like that. This mm-hmm. is at the Billboard Music Awards in right. two thousand and six. I'm guessing she can't hear the backing track or something mm. like that because the timing goes to fuck. I'm a little mama.
2: What, what happened to Fergie? It's supposed to be the going brow, 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 <laughs> It like. it's got
0: a banging beat. Yeah, yep. but the rhymes were not dripping. F- Fergie dropped the ball on that. That wasn't Fergalicious. No,
1: no, it was, shit-alicious. <laughs> it was shit delicious. Fergalicious
0: shit, shit, disgusting. <laughs> was my humps a Fergie track or a bep song? Bep.
2: Uh, I don't know what You must have not been hearing it Weird that it can go wrong At that level still
1: I wonder if it's just like Playing to somewhere that big Is just like You're fucked Regardless of how But like
0: At the same time Everyone else at that Billboard Awards managed it Oh god yeah They
1: manage it every year Before and after So (laughs) you could say Oh maybe she can't hear The backing track For the timing Yeah But why is she going (laughs) And like Will, I am's there with her. He didn't. D- doesn't even try to save her.
2: Will I be where you at? Yeah, no, terrible. Yeah. Uh, what about you? So for my Vopa, gonna start out by laying my neck. On a line drawn in... Um, blood. Yeah, in the blood of Shawaddy Waddy. <laughs> okay. As in, like, it was a st- the line has been established by my love of Shawaddy It's now being added to in that I... Bex knows what's coming. Yeah. Shake's D. Shake's D. Shake's D. So, Shake Steve. Shake So, Shaken Stevens, I have fallen hard for uh, in the new year. Um, my new year's lockdown obsession has very much been um, Shakerton of Stevenshire. Shaken Stevens. Nice. So, yeah. So, Shaken Stevens, I became obsessed with uh, much to... My credibility chagrin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My credibility chagrin sounds like a fucking Emily Bronte novel. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've spent a lot of this lockdown watching some kitsch ass, unintentionally sort of camp in a pop culture sense. Uh, Shaken Stevens material, mm-hmm. and you see, it's the double edged sword of his lack of credibility, but the fact that the early Shaken Stevens stuff he had the ban from De Seven back in him. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I didn't know that like Shaken Stevens was forbidden fruit. I was always like,
2: oh, well, it kind of. <sighs> yeah as in, like people who take music seriously don't have any time for them I've read enough Guardian mm-hmm. common threads to know that <laughs> <laughs> I mean we don't yeah like as in like p- yeah, for someone who takes music as serious as I take it it's the fucking dream because it's like schmaltzy not actually that authentic at all 50s throwback kind of pop appeal naff family do which now looks like a John Waters film mm. yeah the sh- Shagin's could be in a John Waters film as a fictional pop idol who the main characters want to meet yes in his early days that is yeah and so he had the Dave Edmonds band from D7 backing him and he was actually produced by Dave and his pre-pop career identity he was in a band called Shaking Stevens and the Sunsets who were on the pub rock circuit in the 70s and had like sort of like cult following as you do put had a load of albums that were unsuccessful as you also do <laughs> and so there's frustratingly few clips of them in their pomp. and this clip that is on YouTube of them they're very much not in their pomp. something goes wrong in every YouTube clip that is available of Shaken Stevens right. and the Sunsets sorry uh, so here they are on German TV the band are pumping out uh, a version of Sweet Little Rock and Roller on German TV another case of somebody <laughs> probably not been able to hear themselves very well <laughs> much like Bex uh, was saying with Fergie uh, yeah. this is very much a no uh, monitor just
0: another similarity between Fergie and Shake and Stevens yeah. one of the many
2: yeah. uh, well fun fact Shake and Stevens' most recent top 20 single was in 2005 and it was a cover of Trouble by Pink <laughs> so yeah Sweet Little Rock and Roller the band are uh, hammering out on German TV with no monitors Shaky very obviously can't hear himself uh, and his voice appears to be going and mm. it seems to be going more and more as the clip progresses because it's not the first song they've done a few other numbers and so as things are supposed to be ramping up so like the band it's kind of raving up a little bit fucking like it's got to the point where like the bass line stops walking starts holding the note Uh, it's always a point of critical mass in a gig it's like he's gonna leap up into the high octave of sweet little rock and roll he's belting it out sweet little rock and roller is meant to be full throttle Mm -hmm. and it sounds like this Oh, Jesus. His voice completely gives out on him. Cut your fucking losses. That doesn't sound like the voice of a man who would go on to be, and this is the actual stat, apparently, the biggest-selling British singles artist of the 1980s. Even if you can't
0: hear yourself... If your throat was making that noise You would feel it Yeah And would know it was wrong I'd
1: say he was in bits as well Like Had to have his, been His throat was probably like Fucking raw mm.
0: Poor man But it all turned out all right in the end
2: It did to be fair It, it couldn't have panned out better for him actually <laughs> Considering <laughs> And
0: that brings us to the end of Vauxpas Does your mean seatbelts That was Vauxpas Singing,
2: singing badly And we listen to them gladly It's the oh. Oh, shit. Maybe it's the tear gas. Or maybe this is just the best damn prison rodeo ever. <laughs> this is. What's this? Sid <laughs> so didn't so die. This is Sid didn't die for this.
0: Yes, and Sid didn't die for this. Will we bringing up disappointing things that bands did that we think Sid Vicious wouldn't have died for? Hmm. Evan, you go first.
2: Okay, so uh, we have discussed the passing of a beloved 60s musical hero already in the form of Peter Tork and David we Jones, have. of course. But Peter being recent in our lives. So, Uber recent. Uber. bing bang. Acting. E- o- a- a- walla bing bang. bang. A- I loved before you want, yeah.
0: <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks in the film—they do Witch Doctor, uh, but the way they end it is almost a sonic like seconds where they go, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ting tang, wala wala, bing bang, oh. <laughs> bang, like
1: that.
0: Yeah, oh. like like what I did. Bang. Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah.
1: if that was a, if that was a mistake or if it was a. <laughs>
2: no, it was perfect. It was spot on. A way go Uber recent in our lives has been the passing of Hilton Valentine. Very
0: sad. Mm.
2: Sid didn't die for that. No, the mo- kind of the most. Uh, yeah, the most the most badass authentic band of their type from the sixties. Definitely think so. I think they were definitely the hardest in terms of the pure uh, rhythm and blues. Uh, <laughs> The
1: You've got the 2012 pouring out of your ears. Don't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> of all, wait for it, wait for it. Of all of the 60s British blues boom acts, The Animals were probably the most badass, yes. authentic.
1: And we've all just been transported um, into the garage theatre in Monaghan. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: utterly, utterly, <laughs> like around and around is being played. Yeah, I know. Of the fucking 60s rhythm and blues uh, proto, we're still on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I'm going to rephrase that. So. <laughs> On with it, man. Okay, well, no, just it they co- were good. Yeah, from time to time, <laughs> it seems a couple of times every year, uh, my brain snaps into this really sharp focus where I go, "Holy fucking shit!" The animals f they were fucking badass as fuck, uh, and they were. Yeah, and this is where my sit and die is leading to. The animals. Not only did the animals f they got effed hard <laughs> <laughs> they got so effed effed into oblivion oblivion
0: they were oblivionized by the effing
2: they got yeah they, they broke up as a direct result of some um, just
0: relentless chicanery yeah
2: evil machinations of uh, Mike Jeffries who was their manager who uh, basically siphoned off a huge amount of the money they were making from record sales and general the, the millions of pounds and dollars Just for
0: inflation of course just yeah. for inflation
2: the entire fortune the animals were deserved a lot of it was siphoned away by the manager Mike Jeffries doing all sorts of shady dealings there's lots of it's like all shrouded in mystery but the general gist is he was being a fucking bad <laughs> bastard they were also very shabbily treated by Mickey Most who yeah. produced them as well didn't really let them uh, the animals should be talked about in a way more to, tr- uh, to trot out another phrase proto-punk Definitely. Mm-hmm. fucking foz-addled kind of variety and they were just starting to get there in the end the production was getting more hard edged more yeah. garagey, aggressive just as the band were being pushed to breaking point by uh, the way they're being fucked around by their management yeah. it meant that the band broke up ultimately mike jeffries apparently hid all their funds away uh, for himself in a, like an account in the bahamas one of those was offshore that, yeah. it was like an offshore account in the bahamas he then uh, used to do this thing where he would at the last minute change what plane he was on because he was terrified of dying in a plane crash so he'd always change his flight at, at the last minute thinking that that saved him and he died in a fucking plane oh crash my oh my yeah.
0: god I, I was coming across that 10 years ago and
2: thinking that's hilarious <laughs> Oh we laugh. Oh we laughed. Oh, we laughed. <laughs> he died in a fucking plane crash having done all Haven't gone to those lengths and that money is as of the 1st of February 2021 still, still missing, missing. Mm-hmm. never recovered yeah the animals missing money has never been accounted for it's
1: like in a fucking vault with like all the missing Doctor Who episodes and <laughs> Top and Pops episodes in <laughs> Nigeria or something genuinely
2: like and uh, Dad's Army first series <laughs> and uh, <Mormon laughs> Wise running wild that money has never been accounted for no one knows where the fuck it is the animals never got the money they deserved so it got to the point where I mean other members of the animals went on to be successful uh, obviously Eric Burden had a successful career beyond the 60s uh, Chas Chandler managed Slade and Jimi Hendrix John Steele eggs over easy yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> and a cameo in Slade and Flame yeah so Chas Chandler went on to be multi-millionaire music mogul producer manager ugliest man ever yeah <laughs> tallest ugliest <laughs> man of all time we love you Chas I think
1: there's uglier people in the animals
2: no
0: but Chas in the 80s he had bags under his eyes that, that were as big as like the jowl of any normal man I know yeah
1: you could like crawl into his bags <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah so fucking so Eric didn't
0: die for Sid
2: didn't die for <laughs> Eric Burton, Chas Chandler went on to be really successful. John Steele worked for Chas Chandler for a bit. Alan Price had a career. People like Hilton Valentine, who just passed away two days ago, ended up at one point, uh, he was living in his brother's council house in Newcastle in, in in quotation marks, studying transcendental meditation.
0: He fell to the cracks.
2: At, the, at that time, early two thousands I think this was, the book that I was reading said uh, he is broke but happy.
0: That's not like no one decides to be that. No. Mm. It's like it's like when it's like when Tony Well is the, who, who who the Beatles back for Tony Sheridan Tony Sheridan he's quoted saying it doesn't matter that I wasn't as big as the Beatles I was artistically fulfilled in Hamburg you were on your fuck yeah. <laughs> that, that's just you. that was your lot and that was it it's still like am I, you know, I'm actually happy that uh, there's like, shit on my face you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> no <one> ever is Sid <laughs> so didn't
2: die for that Sid so didn't die for the animals getting fucked over and their manager dying before he could tell them where the money was <laughs>
0: <laughs> imagine him like ringing them at the, planes going down lad, they want to tell you something what you'll never find that fucking mo- yeah. <laughs>
2: Well it genuinely is like a fucking like lost treasure adventure yeah. the w- oh the one God. man who knows the fucking secret dies then
1: imagine like Eric Burden and Charles Chandler and all go on a quest yeah
2: like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a, bu- a buddy cop road
0: movie yeah.
2: yeah oh that'd be great Alan Price sells them out to the bad guys
0: halfway through yeah Bex what's your say didn't die
1: um, my say didn't die is a little bit shit but I'm just gonna do it anyway mm. Um, it's something that has upset me deeply Okay, and it's first of all Madonna
2: <laughs> mm, that'll do
1: can't stand her hey the majority of things that she's done one of the worst has to be she did a cover of american pie in the early 2000s and it's just so bad and that's really it (laughs) i can play a snippet
2: oh my god
1: like i'll get to the chorus
0: the music Sick died. died. That's tragic. That's horrible. I, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like I'm not going out to a bat for. I'm not like American Pie is fucking great, but it is like surely one of those songs you just don't touch because yeah. why? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. pointless. Well, like, who's
1: even arsed? That's it. Like that sounds like it. Like the backing track sounds like a 2000s like Nokia ringtone or something like that. <laughs> <It> sounds <laughs> it does, like the soundtrack
0: does. to Cook and Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Sid didn't die for the guitars from Jason and the Scorchers' performance on Conan in 1998, mm-hmm. and I mean this in a positive way. Yeah. In in that it's an example of show-stopping professionalism mm. that is totally at the expense and sacrifice of any element of cool which is exactly what Sid was opposed to yes. <laughs> Jason the Scorchers are on Conan in 1998 promo- playing White Lies promoting their album Midnight Roads and Stages Scene
2: mm. Great band playing a great song
1: 1998
0: uh, 1998 so they've been on the go 16 years at this point mm. right they start to rattle through the song like the pros that they are mm. and Warner Hodges which is the name of the guitarist takes advantage of the TV cameras broadcasting him into Every house in America (laughs) and decides to confirm and like assert his status as a man of guitar acrobatics literally and I'm talking about the spinning on the spot so the guitar goes yeah. around like Pete Wentz from Sugar We're Going Down Swinging yeah. video and then doing the guitar flip around the body the
1: 360
0: like Pete Wentz from the Sugar We're Going Down video
1: <laughs> Wait, Pete Wentz does both
0: he does both spectra-
1: oh my god no I'm sorry the, just the fact that he would do both in the one video is
2: incredible yep. I love that Finland is his inner Warner Hodges like, since
0: 1982 this man has been pulling moves that pop punk and emo bands didn't even think of doing in the 2000s when they really weren't like pathetic enough yeah, yeah. He does it no less than six times in a song that's three minutes and twenty-nine seconds long. <laughs> he's averaging a rate of one guitar three-sixty swoop every thirty-two
2: seconds. Probably the amount that he'd normally do in a gig. He's like, we've only got one song. Yeah, we have yeah. to fucking cram it all in. He
0: bookends every verse and every solo and every bit with doing it. Like, and you can yeah. see he's like always like checking the camera cool, and then fucking goes for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. huge huge energy. And what had- a king. See, now this is exactly it. Rock critic, I had to look up the quote here. A review from their early shows in like eighty-three, uh, eighty-four. Rock critic Jimmy Gutterman said of him, Hodges personified the country boy. Too thrilled to be rocking To care how ridiculous he looked That's an epitaph you want you Yeah know? absolutely so, Just update for everyone We've got an email They're saying that we're on The GigWise's Hot for 2021 list Excellent We eh? have the website here I want to see what Because everyone has Like a little small line Like for fans of and I want to see who what we are For fans of It says here It's crystal clear From the tunes The spirit and the buzz In Ireland That these lot are Pretty damn special Wow For fans of the and Turr's Teenage fan club The View and the Clockworks
1: We'll take three of that <laughs> The View as well Yeah That's Ah, that's
0: nice. Uh, no, Jason Scorch is a fantastic band. Them doing the White Lies live at Farm Aid is a brilliant mm, clip as well. J- Jason Ringen Kshlub- Ringenberg, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> he says at the end of the clip in a nice uh, sort of sweet way, it says, uh, "This goes out to my daughter Kelsey, who's eight years old ah.
2: today," or she gives a shout out to his to his wee girl. Sweet. Yeah. Maybe it's the tear gas. Or maybe this is just the best damn prison rodeo ever. That was it, didn't I, for this?
1: Cat, your tail. Oh, I see. I've chopped it off. This is
0: Sonic Seconds. Yes, this is Sonic Seconds where we play two or three seconds from a track that just makes the track for us
1: my sonic second okay this is a sonic second that is um very familiar to everyone brilliant in this room and i'm sure appreciated and possibly a sonic second of everyone in this room also and it is from go to the mirror nice the tommy album version not the film version oh,
0: oh interesting okay
1: and it's the
0: ooh ah, at yeah. the end of the song so mm-hmm. we'll give it a little
1: spin <laughs>
2: incredible euphoric that's been bonging around my sonic second list for quite some time now yes. apologies no 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 uh, <laughs> the
0: magnificence that was brought to my attention by tenacious d's version ah, that, yeah, I, I, I loved it but i that highlighted when, they, when he did it i went oh i right. think going back to the original version went it's an incredible moment in it yeah. there
2: was the tommy like super deluxe 19 fucking disc reissue version it has uh live in canada on one of the discs mm-hmm. and it has a brilliant live version to go to the mirror and the Woo! As it really sounds in that sort of the breath behind yeah, it, uh, yeah, it sounds yeah, really yeah. great with John Entwistle joining in. I,
1: I initially thought that I preferred the film version because there was more going on. There was like a little because at the end, I think I prefer how Anne Margaret sings the "I Wish I Knew" bit ah. uh, directly after the ooh. Yeah, but that ooh is just Spot something on. else. A
2: detracting factor for the movie version as well it has to be said. It does turn you know from the cool intro that dong dong they do turn that with the synth lines into what I can confidently say sounds like Thomas the Tank Engine incidental music yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah you
1: are right yeah. I
2: remember we for a while were like the Who
0: Tommy film soundtrack or nothing yeah yeah it's a yeah. nerf or nothing hot fake. <laughs> but like there's definitely like, I'm Free in the film version is far better Sally Simpson in the film version is far better but I think are if be- you were
2: doing you could do a mix of the two like uh, Christmas is better on the album I think yes it's far like better far better
0: my Sonic Seconds comes from now for we are incredibly beatly people god yes. yeah they've
2: barely ever appeared on the podcast good morning good morning was one of my sonic seconds and i am the walrus yeah
1: my first one was the beatles because well. i don't know
2: how much like the who and find of wayne have turned up on this true actually true yeah. the beatles are like the governing musical presence of everything and we don't really mention them this track is one people never ever think of
0: but everyone loves you never immediately wouldn't spring to mind mm-hmm. but when you're here, you hear it, to go oh of course we love that yeah every little thing oh, oh god yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah told us fantastic song and you know You can't really hear them there, but you know the bum booms. Oh, yeah. yeah, incredible, right? Fantastic. I was driving in my car one of the days. It happened to. It didn't happen to. Quite, I put it on. Mm. I had my arm on the armrest, just below the speaker, and the, the presence of them in the mix yeah. when they happened set off my funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there and went boom boom. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's the 2009 stereo remasters for you. Yeah,
2: that's what you they'll go. do. That's that's my semi-second. Excellent. Quick brief one. Great song. Fun fact about that song: there's actually quite a decent version of that by Yes early in their career. Really? That's
1: random as fuck. Yeah, they
2: do quite a decent, of course, it's fucking protracted. There's some reason that makes it fucking seven minutes long. But like, they do like the normal song and then a load of bullshit that you don't need. But the actual bit where they do the normal song is not that bad because it's a great underrated song. It's
0: very good. Uh, Chris Howe, the guitarist from Yes, is also the guitarist in The Cyndicats. Oh
2: God, yeah. Remember that? Remember that? Steve Howe, I think his name
0: is. Who's Chris Howe? Chris Hoy is the cyclist. (laughs) uh, Chris Howe, doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> I hate how like I have such like Approximate knowledge right, That's yeah. what I hate I figured i recently I'm one there's of these people who, like, knowledge Of
2: many things
0: I hate that I just oh, just like Almost <laughs> yeah. No really cruities. It's always like There's always one of you Going Actually it's <laughs> <laughs> Well I'm your Correction centre Or whatever but the fuck Steve how You're totally right Fuck my life um, <laughs> But he appears in the. It is Sunday Isn't it Yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh. No, it's not.
0: No, it is. It's doing the count of your book and just cuts to him going
2: (laughs) Yeah, under the mic,
0: which is weird. Uh, Anyway, I'm with your Sonic Seconds.
2: So with my Sonic Seconds, I am paying tribute to Hilton Valentine. We're looping it back in from earlier. With the animals, there are several really cool, really simple but effective uh, HV uh, guitar parts to be found across the animal singles don't bring me down, cool, fuzz, trem type thing. Absolutely. Obviously, the fact that he's the man who played the House of the Rising Sun so intro, the fact that he has this iconic status, but no one knows who he is. So that's
0: how I sold the misery of his death to dad. Yeah. In that, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Hilton killed for when the animals died. And dad went, sorry, sorry to hear that. And I said, he's the guy who played the guitar on House of the Rising Sun. He went, oh my God. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. God! Oh So it's like
2: yeah, the man that played that like legendary intro, one of the most iconic intros of its era. Easily. And the fact that he was just kind of walking around pretty much anonymous um pathos transcendentally anonymous yeah. as as it turned out exactly idiot so fucking yeah uh, where, where was I I'm getting fucking lost again
0: yeah I called him an idiot and then you <laughs> were... <laughs> I got totally
2: flustered yeah no so across all the Animal Singles uh, he's got all these great guitar parts but uh, I wanted to show the world Hilton off the leash yeah so we've gone off the record Oh. we've gone live we're oh. still on Spotify so um, it's still available for general listening but it's the Animals live at the Club of Gogo in Newcastle I think before they got signed great. I'm fairly sure it's fairly early on in uh, their career just simple bootlegged gig that's now been turned into several illegitimate releases <laughs> uh, and they do let it rare,
0: rock rare for such an illegitimate release to make it onto Spotify yeah
2: but in the way that like all the fucking uh, like Tony Sheridan Beatles stuff has managed to get up there and things like that yeah. stuff that they don't have any control over Yeah, fair enough. they seem all, a lot of the the illegitimate releases of this gig uh, open the set with let it rock whether that's actually true or not is another thing because the gigs generally seem to be really heavily edited and with a lot of fake crowd noise <laughs> but it's a fucking ferocious version of let it rock by Chuck Berry they're absolutely cookers <laughs> um, you might even call it animalistic Wee. Wee. Yeah, very good, very good. and proto-punk R and B, British R and B, quintessential British music. Yeah, this is a really original observation I'm going to make now, like, along the lines of um, something just being a great pop song. They took American music and made it their own, made it their own, and then sold it back to the America. The America yeah. and sold their own music oh, back to them on the Ed Sullivan Show. Playing America's own music back to America. They didn't
0: see them fucking coming. That's
2: so fucking funny but uh, yeah class version let it rock the band are in serious ferocious form and Hilton does this mad thing he's got this crazy distorted metallic guitar tone I didn't think you could get back then You probably
0: does probably probably using the boss CE2 turbo distortion
2: surely yeah. through a Binson Echo <laughs> but uh, yeah it's like a fucking like mad mangled punky guitar sound that he obviously was never allowed to put down on record more's the pity and he just is obviously going ballistic you know from the footage that he used to fucking And like roll over on his back and stuff like that and go mental. Yeah, it just lets out this fucking craziness. So I don't have a fucking clue what's going on there, but it's kind of fucking cool. It sounds
0: great. Sorry, I didn't know he had it in him. Yeah, yeah. I always, I, I, cause I always think of him because I saw photo of him with a telly and went, that does not look like. Because he's such a f hole, twelve string rickenbacker man. Yeah. And, and obviously the, the massive purple Gretsch. Indeed. As well, the, obviously the
2: Tennessee, I think it is Gretsch mm. Tennessee. You're the only ten I see. It's a
1: real Hannah
0: Montana joke. Yeah. I don't know the exact. It's outside Rico's Surf Shop,
2: yeah. and it's. Uh, one of the characters says it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so check out that version of Let It Rock. I'm sure it'll be in the As Heard and High Fidelity playlist, and it's uh, it's rocking. It will indeed be.
1: Oh, I've just realised that the fucking Madonna American Pie is going
2: to be on the fucking playlist. Yeah. It has to <laughs> be first. Oh, yeah. So
0: sorry. Be- <laughs> <I'm> so sorry.
2: <laughs> That's if it's available on Spotify,
1: I'd say it is. Mm. Like it was, she released it on an album. Like to
2: disgrace a Del Boy's tune is not on Spotify. What that is?
1: <laughs> I know for fuck's we'll sake. We'll touch
2: on that in a later episode.
1: Cat, your tail. Oh, I see. I've chopped it off. That was Sonic Seconds. Sonic
2: Seconds. Yes, Cycling back
0: around to me now. Uh, it's time for its first appearance in a long time. Pete's patent pending.
2: Oh God. Nice.
1: I don't think I've ever been present for this. I don't think you would
0: have been known. No, this is a Pete's patent pending where I pitch products that I think have potential. So yes here we go two art rock bands that book ended the 70s in England I say we smashed them together yeah. 10 XTCC excellent <laughs> we're only making plans for Donna nice. Sergeant Rock is going to help me load up on rubber bullets excellent. Uh. so I was thinking then, uh, on top of that then classic literature reenacted with inanimate objects Leo Tolstoy story <laughs> <laughs> war and Lego pieces and a remote control Karenina very good uh, a courtroom drama with Jude Law and Judge Ryan Huller that takes place inside Dom from Dick and Dom Dominic Bacourt of Law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an insane doctor invites wealthy guests and injects them with depression juice before haunting them. The island of Dr. Morose. Very good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this just says Rod Hull and Eno. <laughs> <laughs> Double O Tresume. The hair's bond. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry bond. Oh, like <laughs> uh, What else have we got? Uh, Tooth Decatur fanning. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, Jean-Michel Jar, Jar Binks Hong Kong Fooey Gazzy Brelo Pad For those hard to see places nice. Peter Ray Gunn theme <laughs> uh, And then Dr Travago uh, Offering stunning weekend getaways Against a stunning backdrop Of war-torn Russia
2: Nice <laughs> I love <laughs> Dr Travago <laughs>
0: <laughs> All credit to uh, Hans DeWall for coming for Dr. Travago. Oh, uh, I did then go, that's funny, and you don't know anyone that I know, so no one will know that I didn't come up with that. <laughs> I did come up with the, with the, with the byline, which is what sells the joke, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and yes, that was a very swift Pete's Patent.
1: Pending. Pete's Patent Pending thought oh, we were doing it together that's and why it went pending, pending. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now it's time for the return of another favourite that has been missing for quite a while it's the glorious return of work first indeed another first for me as well oh, wow don't
2: don't work hard for
0: Yes, this is Work where I talk about mishaps in the workplace. Now, I thought I'd explored all the possible things you could do wrong in a workplace, <laughs> but not when that workplace is the streets of Dublin. I was coming back from a delivery uh, shift with Just Eat. Mm-hmm. I and mean, at the turn from my street, at the turn from my, my road, there's a, a fl- there's a florist there. You've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. Uh, and I was cycling home at about six o'clock or so. And there was, considering the times that are in it, a massive crowd there. There was about 20 people, all sort of like, obviously distance and things like that. But there was some people standing there with like drinks. There was people standing with like their doors open, talking over the roofs of their car to other people, all really well-dressed. Yeah. Like the hum of conversation polluted the air in a really pleasant way that I hadn't seen in so long yeah. and i was i'm so like touch starved for social interaction that i just i had to figure out what was going on now i'm not one of these people who can like walk up to someone and they like, say hello and then wake up four days later in a massage parlor in phoenix you know yeah. they that that can just like assimilate and then wow, mad shit happens mm. not one of those people but i had to figure out why this was happening and if i could somehow be involved in the fringe because i haven't spoken to people in person that are my friends or anybody in Weeks. Mm-hmm. So I pulled up on the curb with my like big orange dusty bag behind me, and there was a sort of like young couple uh, on the curb. Whatever. And I pulled up, and was like, "What's going on here? What's this? What's the action? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What's, what, what, are we, what are you drinking?" And they went, it's a cremation. Oh, the f- <laughs> we were beside a crematorium. Oh my god! <laughs> the building behind the fucking flower shop is a crematorium. I made a yikes face and got got the fuck out of dodge. <laughs>
2: oh <laughs> Oh. he made a face that said <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just lost a loved one and, ner- and narrowly gained a hated one
1: yeah
0: oh my god and I didn't come up with
2: like a what, what, what's happened it was like ah, <laughs> where are we going next yeah 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 you know? he yeah, yeah. didn't start into <laughs> a, oggy, let's,
0: oggy, all have oggy, a oggy. Dig-
2: let's all have a disco let's, let's all, all have, have a disco la 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 so none of that
1: you like who's doing rock the boat <laughs>
2: Thus
0: concludes work first hope Emma and I like that because they love work first
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and that brings us to the last section you're into okay um, you do look at the DVDs
1: when you're trying yeah, to find a really quote because you're like what films yeah. are
2: there but the quote has become like a requisite now uh, Yeah. oh god yeah and so we're, we we kick into the last section oh you're taking after me Yeah. kicking after me some <laughs> <laughs> of the square root of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side this is how I got tunes for you
1: nice Wizard of Oz quote yeah, is it yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I got tunes
0: this is if I got tunes for you where we recommend albums we would like you to listen to in the meantime if you've got nought else to do that was a Wizard of Oz quote wasn't it
2: yes the Scarecrow when he gets a brain I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it you saying that and be like fuck I'd, you you <laughs> prick <laughs> fun fact Scarecrow says that when he gets a brain in the Wizard of Oz uh, but as a joke that equation is wrong Oh that's very funny Yeah isn't that good they script- I like that. The scriptwriters deliberately put in a wrong one I would like there
0: to be a porn If there isn't already a porn adaptation of that Called Scarecrow Gets Some Brain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: She Scarecrow. put that in peace patent pending
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Scarecrow shows a bit of brain <laughs> Right Evan what do you recommending? I am recommending. i all of my things are interlinked. It's like a it's like a Russell T Davies season of Doctor Who. It all fucking adds up in the end. Is this animalism? No. Oh, we're linking all the way back to Shaken Stevens. Shd. Ss. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes, What's Steve up to these days? Yeah, exactly. Shaken Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we're fucking circling right the way back to the Shaken Stevens uh, mention of earlier. Because through my Shagan Stevens Odyssey, I discovered the song Marie Marie, which he had a hit. Marie with f- Marie! Yeah. I'm so in love with. You. <laughs> Not to be confused with Mary Mary. Which we nailed. Yeah. Uh, the song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> who we nailed. <laughs> who we nailed.
2: Yeah, uh, Shagan had a hit with the song Marie Marie, which is a cover of a song by a band called The Blasters, who are part of. Lexine de Cowpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've I have been unleashing a uh, Mammoth Cowpunk playlist on the group. Uh, in recent times very welcomed as well and so featured on that playlist is Marie Marie by the Blasters cowpunk track discovered via Shaken Stevens and uh, that led me on to a little Blasters binge and they are a great fucking rocking cowpunk band Americana band they
0: stuck out to me on the playlist when I was listening to it uh, and I concur Mm,
2: they're really cool Uh, two brothers they actually came out of the same scene the same LA punk scene as Black Flag and X which is pretty funny that uh, Shaken Stevens had a hit with a song by a band that gigged with Black Flag I love, I love I love pop music. Um, <laughs> what you call it? Um, yeah, they came out of that LA punk scene. They were obviously the cow end of the punk scene. Course, Henry Rollins was the punk end of the cow scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Alvin Brothers led the band. Dave and Phil, I think. Yeah, I have been listening to what I thought was their first and second album, because the, the the earlier album was just called The Blasters. turns out it's their second and third album, but their first album is called American Music, and it has other versions of songs that ended up being on the second album, right. which is so it's like, it's like their proper label debut or whatever. It's like Evil
0: Dead and Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 has like a little recap of the first indeed, film in the first 10 minutes.
2: Indeed, indeed. Songs like Murray Murray and all that are carried over onto that album, re-recorded and jazzed up and all sorts of stuff. But there's a great track on it. It's loads of great tracks on it. American Music's great track. Funny enough to do a version of I'm Shaking on it, flashback to 2012. There's a great track on it, uh, one of my fave tracks that I've played incessantly is called uh, So Long Baby Goodbye.
0: I hear it's nice incessantly this year.
2: Yeah, hey. uh, and I shall play it for you after this recording because of the lockdown. I haven't even got talking about this oh, Jesus. in person. <laughs> to you? And uh, and then I also have been listening to the third album, which I thought was the second album, but I've been kind of listening to them both. So check the two of them out, folks. One or t'other or both. Two great tracks on the second on the third album: uh, "Red Rose" and "Tag Along." Two really good songs from that time. And they've got a fucking class piano player. You heard it here first, folks. The Blasters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bex, here's what your album.
0: I don't
1: have one. Okay, Okay. well
0: that just gives me more time for this, because we're gonna need it. (laughs) I have found the convergence point between everything that this podcast holds dear. Nice. Music, Spider-Man, and silly nonsense. (laughs) Rock reflections of a superhero, be thy name. This is an album that was released in nineteen seventy-five by Life Song Records, God Knows Why.
2: Whoa.
0: All the musicians and singers on it were like totally unknown at the time, but they remained unknown. I don't think anyone worked again after this.
2: Oh my god!
0: (laughs) It's really hard to know what it's basically an album about Spider Man. Every track is followed by narration by Stanley, which is a nice touch. Yeah, but it's it's really hard to describe. It's basically like if the Who had heard about Spider Man and then were asked to write an album about him. Right, right. There are so many Who Tommy uh, parallels to be drawn here as well. There's lots of talk of mirrors, internal conflict, what do I want to be, what do I want to do with my life. It's it's unclear whether this album was made for people who know the score of Spider Man. Or sort of total newbies to it because they do like an origin story, but it's really rushed in it. It's like a massive rock opera about the life of Spider-Man. Like I really don't see how someone in 1975 would go. I want to get into Spider-Man. I could watch the 60s cartoon. I could watch the TV show with Nicholas Hammond. I could read any of the hundreds of comics that are already. I'll buy the rock opera yeah. and y- use that as my avenue <laughs> of introduction. So I don't think they really bothered doing the origin thing. anyway. Yeah. But the whole thing is just about whether Peter wants to be Spider-Man or not. Yeah, that's the whole. as all the conflict is about. Do I want to do this or not? Living a double life. The classic tip The Stanley narration is all just like exposition because the tracks. Do not tell you what's going on at all. (laughs) Uh, But the first track is a bit of a rollicking ball buster.
2: Wow. (laughs) Whoa. Oh shit. Okay. Oh Oh, my
1: gosh
2: fucking elton that fucking excellent it does <laughs> great doesn't it right so the
0: chorus then is just brilliant
1: oh my
2: god <laughs> someone tell fucking the lemon twigs about this the,
1: genuinely yeah so
2: that
0: just sets like a fucking tone that is immediately abandoned (laughs) right no that's 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 as good as it gets the narration from Stanley talking about who Spider-Man is and things like that then we get to this track called Peter stays and Spider-Man goes right and the first line is someone call me Peter Parker before I go insane (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) even when I was listening back to this I was trying to pick out like funny bits to be like this is you know this is just too hilarious to fucking pass up and things Mm. like that even with that even with listening with a keen trying to figure out what's going on things like that the Stanley narration is so boring I kept zoning out oh god (laughs) he is fucking Phoning it in, like from a phone with like sweets in it. Right? Yeah. Uh, really bad. Yeah, it's not that I won't go into too much detail, it's that I actually can't, because to do so, we will like lose the night. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. you have to bear in mind that what I'm giving you here is just like the scratching the surface of yeah. what is in this album, right? There's an aneurysm inducing amount of genre hopping around. So you have that like drive and rock at the beginning. Yeah. There's like folk, there's ballads, there's doo wop, right? And then there's just
2: nonsense music like the song square boy (laughs) Uh, who could that be about in a spider-man rock opera
1: square boy you gotta get cool
0: get cool square Uh. boy you gotta get cool Square boy, you gotta get cool,
2: get cool. I kind of imagined that there with the uh, I don't know what the context of that is, but I can imagine it being like in a West Side story way that Flash Thompson and the other kids are like a,
1: ganging a, up on him. Like or. the
2: sharks, and they're yeah, they're like West Side Story ganging up around him, surrounding Peter. It, this is the track where Spider Man gets bitten by the radioactive spider. Okay. Peter
0: Parker getting bitten and getting his powers is one of the most pivotal moments in comic book history yeah. and is like quite a big moment in pop culture. As a whole. Mm. Mm-hmm. They make that huge moment seem like it was done by a spider who was like tap dancing, <laughs> holding a cane with a boating hat, right? Oh. Because this is how they do it. This is how this is how they musically personify Peter Parker getting his fucking powers from a spider, right?
1: Oh, oh, in the,
0: oh, oh. the spider went
1: atomic energy oh my, oh my
0: god did you expect that I no certainly did not Wah wow dig this atomic energy <laughs> G, G. <laughs> horrible horrible uh, it, it, it is no surprise that none of these people ever worked again Yeah, yeah No yeah. not at all There's a song <laughs> called New Point of View that's a genuinely fun listen After he gets his powers, he's enjoying the first flush of his thing This is good for- <laughs>
2: There's such a like Elton, Randy Newman vibe to the songs yeah. Peter Parker sings. That's the most Randy Newman-y song in the whole thing, and I, yeah. I, I, I genuinely enjoy that, it's a yeah, fun yeah, little song.
1: Yeah. That's like not unlike The Lemon Twigs as well. Yeah. Totally, totally. So that So that's
0: grand. Stanley does say, when after Uncle Ben dies, he does say, with great power comes great responsibility, and it's It's generally a bit like... Oh Chills. <laughs> Anytime Stanley says it, it's just fun, it's just great to hear. They do follow up, like the worst moment of Peter's life, fucking Uncle Ben dying, and yeah.
2: the pivotal moment. And then they
0: follow that up with a song about Peter not being able to get any, because everyone thinks he's ugly. Oh no And the song is called No one's got a crush on Peter Oh, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> and this is this, a bit too fucking close to home for me as well But anyway No one's
2: got a
1: crush on Peter What the fuck Oh my god No one's got a crush on Peter <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, like Peter's always made to be a bit of a square peg in a round hole and bookish but and all But not the uh, Elephant Man. Not ugly.
1: No one's got a crush on Peter.
2: Oh, I do like the melody of that. Yeah,
1: that, like yeah, yeah. Uh, they, the, they, are weird earworms, even though they're horrible. Yeah.
0: But well, even you can, like listen to the next line? Okay, no it's you know, oh, you know. picking up. <laughs>
2: like yeah. genuinely we meet the lemon twigs again at some point in the post-COVID world this is the first thing I'm bringing up <laughs> <laughs> nice dropping that
0: you met the lemon twigs before as well there's a song called Gwendolyn who professes his love for Gwen Stacy and which like, even in the context of all this is still like ter- it's a really bad song Gwendolyn mm-hmm. for God's sake Count on me Fox into town okay. and is alright in my wow. book I really that sounds like Pete Townsend. That really sounds like Pete Townshend. Really <laughs> like Pete Townshend. Does. You get that? This is
1: so
2: funny. That is like the song Pete Townshend would say. But the thing
0: is, like, so many of these songs could exist in any musical. Yeah. There's nothing about whatever you heard there that would tie it to other than dig this fucking atomic energy. Yeah. There's nothing about it that couldn't be in any other musical. They're all no. very versatile songs. And it's only the narration in between that makes them very specifically about Spider-Man. That is until we get to the big set piece of the album, which is Doctor Octopus Part 1 and Doctor Octopus Part 2. Oh, right? oh my god. Which is a mini opera that takes place within this rock opera right? oh my goodness. holy shit it's, it's fucking intense the, the, the little mini opera starts with Peter Parker <laughs> going to bed okay right mm. and finishes with this line and
2: with sleep comes the awesome dream
0: and with sleep comes the awesome dream now what happens next takes place in a dream Okay Which makes no sense to me this, this album is high concept enough Why don't you just have The big set piece Take place in the reality Of the album yeah. Not yeah. in a dream Right yeah. We're living in a Spider-Man world already What follows next Is one of the most batshit, Spider shit <laughs> Insane pieces of music I've ever heard in my life Right From what I gather Because like, it's so hard to know What's actually going on From what I gather Doc Ock is in front of an army Of denizens That are willing to do his bidding uh, Singing and chanting this chorus right. Over and over again Right <laughs> again right Mm. Dr. Octopus cuts in in the middle to talk about his plans what he's going to do and and this is where he starts to like lay out all the beef he has with Marvel heroes that I never thought he had anything to do with ever he's already a crossover bad guy the way he says Avengers Mm -hmm. will live with me forever
2: Mm (laughs) 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 the Avengers
0: Uh, so now he continues in this. So then he just starts listening up all the heroes he's going to fuck again. Doc Ock talking about Captain America. Yeah, you don't associate
2: with that sort of thing at all. No,
0: other people as well, like Silver Surfer. So i like, I'm going <laughs> to wipe, the, I'm gonna beat the Silver Surfer up and all this stuff again. Very, they they, have, they have no. First of all, they're both villains. I know Silver Surfer like, an, um, like, a, he's a great
2: like Chaos thing. the well, yeah. yeah, he's an antihero.
0: The but still, it's, it's weird. They like
2: obviously live in the same universe, but they don't. You don't think of them. Uh, like Doc Ock just doesn't figure in that no, crossover no, land. he's me. not. He's
0: not like galactic enough. No, he's it's a just
2: strange. he's just Spider Man exclusive character. Yeah, the
0: album hits a point of like critical absurdity when he says that he's going to turn thor and black panther look me in the eye i can't look both these in the eye at the same time yeah. both of you look at me we in both the look eye. at you yeah he threatens to turn thor and black panther into go-go dancers
2: whoa <laughs> 1975
0: for some reason the album continues after that i don't i don't know why they bother <laughs> the kill going off peter's ball and the green goblin's there stanley narrates it and we're out like i said earlier on that's t- the tip of the spider, I suppose a spiceberg <laughs> the spider iceberg there. With lots of what's going on? That this album is an absolute like treasure trove of insane nonsense. Yeah, oh it's hilarious. It's well, well worth listening. To. I would, I would please ask anybody who's uh, Chester Jones Pollard, you need to listen to this. <laughs> Jack McGee, you need to listen to this. <laughs> and well, who else is involved in this that likes fucking spider Everyone who, everyone who likes me likes Spider-Man I assume. So listen to this. It's well worth your time. It is insane. Yeah. don't listen to it on shuffle because it happened to be. I was listening to it on shuffle and I was like, Stanley. <laughs> Talking for fucking ages, and they had like six of the narration bits had happened all in <laughs> one <laughs> go. How many tracks
2: is on the album? It's forty-five minutes long. Jesus.
0: There's twenty-two tracks, but again, quick. Some of, the, some of them are like a minute. Yeah. yeah. Like Thirty yeah. seconds. It's narration. Some of the, one of the narration tracks is eleven seconds long. Yeah. That's yeah. my. Have I got tunes for you?
2: The sum of the square root of any two sides in a saw these triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. That was. Have I got tunes for you? <laughs>
0: And with that, we end the very first episode that doesn't feature Ross. Yeah. Now, he did send in his segments, and I'm just going to run through them quickly. Oh, god! Oh. <laughs> totally. So, we texted Ross earlier on to say, <laughs> send us your oh segments. And we'll, we'll oh, we, sort Oh, of, you
2: can use them on another episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's seconds. is going to be the drum bit and Anxious by the House Martins.
2: We can all agree with that. Excellent drummer turned homicidal maniac, <laughs> Hugh Whittaker.
0: <laughs> and Vopal is going to be Elton doing I'm Still Standing. Remember that? The, I'm
2: Dill Dandy. I'm yeah. Dill
0: Dandy. We do actually
2: need to review that in another...
0: This, this, this is more sort of like a coming up next on higher yeah, fidelity then. yeah <laughs> and the album recommendation is gonna be shake some action oh
1: yeah okay, okay. yeah
0: Very good. With, without ross we we bid you adieu but yeah i've been pete i've been evan
1: i've been rebecca
0: i've been repeater i've been revin i've been becky <laughs> <laughs> reminding you to be rooting be tootin always be shooting but most importantly be, be kind. kind
2: at the top of your feet the